Welcome to Handful. Today is Wednesday, November 11th, and I'm your host, Alexa. Today, Grace and I are talking about the Biden and Harris administration's plans for racial equity and health care. So yesterday we talked a bit about how climate change and climate change policies, as well as the COVID-19 pandemic, are two of the main issues at the forefront of the Biden-Harris campaign and and their plans for what they'll enact in their first, you know, 100 days in office and, and all of that. I think that some of the other issues that have come up that are really important for us to address um, and that the Biden campaign has, has found important to address include commitments to racial justice and commitments to improving the healthcare system in the US. So would you like to speak a little bit about what you expect from their policies toward racial justice, mass incarceration, and then some of these other issues that have been on the forefront of American thought and culture over the past several months? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, we saw how the police killing of George Floyd in May really was a turning point in this conversation about racial justice and racial equity in America. And I think people of color have been, you know, experiencing that um, and living that. But I think it was, yeah, a turning point in, in the in the broader and the national conversation about it. And that really shaped the presidential race, you know. And you talked a little bit yesterday about how this administration has been pulled from the left and the right and, and did have a more centrist campaign. And I think we can see that really clearly um, in the conversation about racial justice, which you know, has been phrased as a law and order conversation by the right and more of a racial equity conversation um, by the left. But the Biden-Harris administration has a pretty strong um, approach to racial equity as a humanitarian issue. You know, there have been calls to defund the police. um, And Biden, you know, has said that he does not support that. And yeah, but I would say that racial equity is one of their top priorities. Um, At least they state that on their website. um, And we haven't seen any, you know, clarifications or other references to that since um, since being elected, but it's definitely been a part of, of their campaign. I'm a little, you know, underwhelmed by their actual policy proposals. I would say that they're not policy proposals yet. They're more ideas or even like a general framework of what they'd like to do. And so they talk about passing, you know, working with Congress to, to pass police reform legislation, such as a na- nationwide ban on chokeholds. Um, I think a lot of activists and um, would say that that, you know, is not going to be enough to really, really address what is such a pressing issue um, in the United States. And of course, we know that Vice President-elect Harris has faced criticism for her record um, as an attorney general in California. And, you know, as we have this national conference, conversation about mass incarceration. Um, it's something that needs to be addressed and maybe isn't on the forefront of the average American's, you know, mind, but it's definitely an important issue, especially from a humanitarian perspective. And frankly, I'm not impressed by their plans to, to reduce mass incarceration and advance racial equity in that area. They have, you know, four things listed on their transition website that they plan to do. Um, and that includes preventing crime and providing opportunities for all and also offering second chances, which, you know, seems like they've, you know, considered it, but maybe we'll need to assign more people to develop those policies. Um, And I think this is definitely one place where activists will want to be really paying attention to what this administration is doing um, in regards to racial equity and specifically mass incarceration. 
And Grace, you wrote about healthcare. So tell me a little bit about what the administration is planning to do. We know that, you know, former Vice President Biden was in office when the Affordable Care Act was passed. What is he planning to do in regards to healthcare? I think that with healthcare, we see Biden kind of returning to grounds that he's familiar with, um, particularly because, as we mentioned, he was around for the passing of the Affordable Care Act um, in 2010 under President Obama. Um, I think that the ACA has faced many, many attacks since President Obama left office and the Trump administration entered office. And part of that's from the Trump administration itself and part of that's been led by prominent Republicans in Congress. Um, and so these attempts to repeal the ACA have, have been really threatening and, and, and uh, Biden has, has viewed these as pretty harmful, particularly because we know from studies conducted by the National Science Foundation and we know anecdotally from so many people whose stories we've heard magnified over the course of this election cycle that the ACA has helped them achieve care that was not possible otherwise. Millions more people have received access to health insurance since the ACA was passed. And additionally, point of care service has improved. While there are many valid criticisms of the ACA, I think that President-elect Biden views it as a necessary course of action to, to continue protecting the ACA in his term in office um, mm -hmm. or terms, you know, depending on how the next four years go. Um, he's promised kind of vaguely that he will strengthen the ACA. Um, it's unclear how he'll be doing that specifically because the legislation's already passed and because there have been so many failures at repealing the law, it seems like it's kind of stuck. And so especially if Congress is divided um, and there's no real clear majority in the Senate, um, either by the Democrats or the Republicans, it's going to be very unlikely that we see a lot of substantive changes to the ACA. Um, however, I can anticipate that the Biden-Harris administration will likely pass some executive orders related to American health care um, that attempt to shore up support for the ACA and perhaps mitigate some of the issues that have been brought up um, regarding, you know, the slowness of the website, how available some of the policies are, um, mm. and, and things like that. And so a specific proposal that, that Biden has made in his platform um, to deal with this is to offer a public insurance option, um, as right. well as increasing access to health care for low-income families, and, and the way that he's um, the, the policy that he's developed for that is, is these um, vouchers and tax credits that will make receiving healthcare less expensive and thereby more affordable for more American families. Mm -hmm. For uh, back to our conversation about p pressure from the left and from the right, pressure on the right just kind of says that the ACA takes away options to choose um, you know, whether you have private or public insurance and that it's far too expensive, which is why we should eliminate the law. From the left, many proponents of, of policies like Medicare for All don't think that the ACA goes far enough to protect the healthcare of Americans and kind of weaken the stranglehold that pharmaceutical companies and insurance companies have over American healthcare. Um, so it looks like while these policies might be kind of limited in terms of how much they change the actual structure of the ACA. 
Biden's healthcare platform, um, if it is successful, should likely increase um, access to healthcare still and make it even more affordable for, for the majority of, Mer of Americans. But it remains to be seen how that plays out. I think that one other point that's important to note about their, their platform, um, the Biden-Harris platform on healthcare is that they think it is very important that we expand healthcare coverage in communities of color. Mm -hmm. um, this kind of goes back into their COVID-19 platform, right. but people in communities of color are disproportionately impacted by the pandemic and they face many health disparities that disadvantage them long-term in many different ways. And so to see this kind of attention to disadvantages and, and disparities in the healthcare system for people of color is really promising for advancing health equity in the US. That's the end of today's Handful. Handful is a production of Novel Hand, where activism meets impact. Check back tomorrow morning for your next handful.